today we're going to talk about something that most people are missing it. And um, it's really the doctrine of Christ uh, and, and the Great Commission. And so we're going to go to Matthew 28 first. Father, I thank you that every person has ears to hear and understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is supposed to be simple. It's not supposed to be complicated, so deep and so heavy that you don't understand it. I, I'm finding as I talk to people, the reason that I'm doing this program, I'm finding that as I talk to people, that many people do not understand the apostles' doctrine, the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Uh, it's really uh, uh, the apostles' doctrine is nothing more than the doctrine of Jesus, and the doctrine of Jesus is nothing more than the doctrine of God. So Father, Son, Holy Spirit are one, and they have the same good news. So uh, Father, I thank you that every person has ears to hear, and they don't despise um, the, uh, the word as it comes forth, that they receive it and, and recognize that uh, the law of Jesus or his commandments. Um, and and we, we recognize the fact that when we choose to say that he is Lord or that he is God in our lives, that uh, we truly, truly do um, believe him and walk in obedience to him. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, number one is this. We talk about when we receive Jesus. No, it's more of he that he received us. We act as if we're, <coughs> oh, bless me, I take it. We act as if we're doing him a favor when we accept his word. His word is him, his word is real, whether we accept it or not. But in, in Matthew 28, Jesus says, uh, here it is, I'm going to read out of the voice Bible. Um, at any rate, it goes ahead and talks about the disciples didn't know uh, what to think or how to act um, because of, of who, uh, Jesus coming back to life. And Jesus saying, I am here speaking with all the authority of God who has commanded me to give you this commission, who has commanded me to give you this commission. Now, a commission is not something that it's a uh, uh, it's a job. What it is is an assignment. He has commanded me to give you this assignment. Go and make disciples in all nations. Doesn't say races. It says all nations of people. Go out and make disciples in all nations. Ceremonially wash them through baptism in the name of the triune God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, then uh, uh, then disciple them, then disciple them from them in the practices and postures that I have taught you and show them how to follow the commands I have laid down for you. And I will be with you day after day to the end of the age. I want to talk about that. We act as if we don't know what to do. People say, I don't know my calling. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I, what am I for? What am I all? Matthew 28 begins it. It lets you know what your purpose is. 
why it is and what it is that you have been commanded. Now, just listen to this. And it says this all the way through. We're doing it in Matthew. We're going to do it in Mark. We're going to do it in Luke. And we're going to do it in John. Because the Great Commission is in all of these scriptures. Matthew 16, uh, I mean, Matthew uh, uh, 28, 16 through 20 is uh, what I just read. Or I don't know. I, I went 17, I think it was. Through 20, Mark 16. Uh, 1516 Luke 24 it starts in 44 and John 2019 <laughs> so I'm giving you all the scriptures so that you can go I'll be going from three different types of I mean three different Bibles and three different things okay out of the passion it says this then Jesus spoke uh, then Jesus um, then Jesus came close to them and said all authority in the universe has been given me oh now whatever wherever you go Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to faithfully follow what I have commanded you. And never forget that I am with you every day to the completion of this age. All of these are commandments. Commandments are laws of God. We talk so much about we're not under law, we under grace, we be under grace. Well, grace is the is the knife that's going to carve you into who it is that you are to be. Grace will will cut you, grace will uh, 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 sculpture you. Grace does this. Grace is not the reason that we don't do what it is that we're to do. He says, all authority has been given unto him. And so when we give all authority, when all authority has been given unto him, what he's saying is now I'm giving this authority to you. And in my authority, I want you to go out and I want you to do these things. But we have not done it. We have preached every gospel. <clears throat> We preach the gospel of faith. We preach the gospel of money. We preach the gospel of, of salvation. We preach the gospel of all of those things, but we have not done it. We go out and we tell people about Jesus and we do these things. It's because we have not walked in the awe, the fear of almighty God, because he told us to do this. He didn't ask us if we're going to call him Lord. He said to some of the disciples, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord? But you don't do what I say. I'm evidently not your Lord. And as we go through this, as you start to check out who it is and how it is and what it is that you're following, you're going to find out that there's a lot of people preaching. There's a lot of people teaching. There's a lot of people professing, but they don't belong to God. Why is that? Because they're doing what they want to do the way that they want to do it. And they're doing it according to this and they're hearing God, but it's not God almighty. It's not that God that is speaking to them. It's not that God that is speaking through them. So so we're going to have to uh, 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 start to realize something when we get to the place that we realize that there is one God, one faith, one baptism, even though there are many baptisms, but we're talking about in this sphere, what we're going to need to do is to start to walk in the fear of God, the awe of God. I've been teaching that people have forgotten that God is God. He is not just your papa. He is not just your daddy. He is not just your friend. He is not just that. He is almighty God. He is the king. He is, he is Lord. He is ruler. And he is a, uh, even John. When John had been with Jesus through all of these years, and but when John, in the book of the Revelation, when John saw Jesus, when he saw him in all of his regalia, he fell on his face because it's a scary thing. I mean, it's a awesome thing. It's a 
fear is not the fear of afraid, but it is a fear of afraid. But it's not that afraid that he's going to get me. It's the fear that I have not recognized who it is that you are. I have not realized how large you are, how powerful you are, and that everything is in you and you are in everything. And in this, that all power, when you run into true power, when you run into tr true authority, you're not going to stick your finger. You're not going to stick your hand. You're not going to walk into real electricity because you know that real electricity will do you in. You know, one of the things that it is, is this. We don't realize Jesus came and he says, I did not come to do away with the law, but I came to fulfill it. And in the law, even in the, 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 the Ten Commandments, in every part of the law, all of it, it's in in our hearts. It's in there. I'm still not going to steal from you. I'm still going to obey my parents. I am still going to uh, not, 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 not have sex with somebody else's husband I'm, or, or you, somebody else's wife. I'm still not going to steal from people, cheat people, do all of these different things. I'm not going to take the Lord's life in vain, his name in vain. I'm not going to do those things. Why? It's because it's written upon my heart. It's a part of me now. It's not on stone, but it's on a fleshy heart, which it is that I am. So we need to start to recognize all of this word. Jesus is is the word. He is the logos. He is the logos. And we're going to have to recognize that in the beginning, he was in the mind. The logos was in the mind of God. And then the mind of God spoke. And then everything else came into being because the spirit of God was hovering. But in the beginning was the word before any earth was created. The word was in God. The word was God. The word is, uh, was and is as it talks about in, in, in John 1. And we're going to have to recognize that, that he says, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. All of our dispensationalism, all of our trying to take these things out, all of our trying to do things our way. Many, many, many people think that they belong to him. But if we're not obeying him, he says, how are you going to call me Lord? How are you going to call me owner? How are you going to call me the one that you love? How are you going to call me in on all of this stuff? He says, you're calling in vain because I can't hear you. I only hear those who obey me. Um, Yes, you say, well, how can somebody be saved? He hears that cry. He hears that cry because that's an obedient cry. I gave you the faith to be able to do this. He says, anyone calls upon the name of the Lord shall be sozoed, shall be saved. He says, but in Romans 12, it tells us to confess, uh, to confess with our, our, our mouths and believe in our heart that he becomes Lord. We're talking about lordship and you cannot make disciples until you become a disciple. You cannot make disciples and have it follow after him. It's only his word that matters. All the rest of this crap, all the rest of this math, none of it matters. My word does not matter. Somebody else's word does not matter. But it's the word of almighty God. It is the word of almighty God. It's the word of Jesus that matters. You know, sometimes maybe we need to just go and start to read what it is that he said. Here it was that everything that he said in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, what, what it was is this. 
the disciples followed it through in the rest of the word in the rest of the word after he came he came to live he came to die he came to raise he came to leave the ascension gifts he came and did all of those things but we must never forget the main thing as the commandment that he has given us okay this is what it said in, in Matthew. Now, if he's going to say this in all his books, if he's going to say it in Matthew, and then now we're going to go to Mark 16. Come on, run on over there with me. Uh, go to Luke and then go back one page and then you'll find it easy. Okay. Here it is. He says in Matthew 16, and uh, I'll start at verse, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm just going to read from, from number nine. Um, let me do this in both Bibles here. And then we'll be able to get it. Yeah, I have time to do this. I, I'm actually getting some. I want to get this across to you because this is really part. This is, this is a real deep part of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. It's a spirit. It's his spirit. It's the awe of who God is. And if we don't obey him, if we don't obey what it is that he says, then we're not his disciples. How can you be a disciple of his? How can you follow him, but you don't want to follow his word? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't work. Here it is. This is out of the voice Bible. Uh, after he rose from the dead on the, on the Sunday, Jesus appeared first to Mary Magdalene, a woman out of whom he had, uh, cast seven demons she brought this news back to all uh who followed him <clears throat> and were still mourning and weeping but they refused to believe her they chose to not believe her they refused not to believe her um that she that she had seen jesus alive after this jesus appeared in a different form to two of them as they walked uh through the countryside you know uh the, the road to emmaus and again the others did not believe it. Then the 11 did not believe until Jesus appeared to them. And as they sat at dinner, he rebuked them. Oh my God, Jesus rebuked somebody? Yes, he rebuked them. He rebuked them for their hardness of heart. And I believe today that sometimes we need a rebuke for our hardness of heart because we get stuck in our ways. We get stuck in the fact that we think Jesus is only here for us. We misunderstand love. Love has severity. Love uh, allows us to go through stuff. Love does not look like what it is that human love looks like. Love looks like God because God is love and God allows his kids. He allows his children. He allows us to go through the things that we go through. He has put on the inside of us the ability to do what needs to be done. But and works best when we're on the road going to do what it is that he has commanded us to do. After this, he charged his disciples in this way. He was taken, uh, after he charged them in, in this way, he was taken up. He said, uh, I skipped this. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, verse 15, go into all the world, share the good news with all creation. Any Anyone who believes this good news and is ceremonially washed will be, re, uh, re, will be rescued. But anyone who does not will be condemned. See, we're trying to make it sound like everybody going to go to Jesus. Everybody is saved. Everybody is this because there is no responsibilities. That is uh, hogwash. That is dirt. That is demonic. 
It is not anything other than that. Until you believe, until you confess, until he is Lord. It's the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's not just about the salvation. It is him being the owner. It is him and his word being the only word, not just the final word, but the first, the middle, and the last. And he says, Anyone who does not believe this is condemned. And these signs will follow. See, as disciples, these signs are following us. As disciples of Christ, as disciples of uh, uh, Messiah, these signs are following them. Uh, who believe, who, be, uh, who believe they will be able to cast out demons in my name. Uh, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, drink poison without being harmed, lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. After this, he was taken. After this, uh, the Lord Jesus charged the disciples in this way. He was taken into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. The disciples went out proclaiming the good news. Um, and and the risen Lord continued working through them, confirming every word they spoke with signs. He performed through them. All of them did it. Men, women, all of them did it. Why is that? Because they recognized that he had the authority and he had placed the authority in them. And this is one of the things that we have to know. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is the obedience of God. If we don't walk in the obedience of God, who are we walking in? Who are we obeying? Who are we looking after? And people keep saying, it's just like when Jesus told them, if you don't drink of my uh, of my blood and eat of my flesh, then you have nothing in me. They said, this is a hard word. And they turned and left. And he didn't go and, 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 and start to run after them. He did not decide he was going to kiss behind because he was not going to do the Saul thing. Well, I was afraid that the people would leave me. I speak to ministers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and I speak to this wimpy, uh, uh, weak, and 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 fearful gr uh, group of people. And I'm not talking about fear of the Lord, but I'm talking about fear that somebody gonna leave you, somebody gonna say something bad about you, somebody is not gonna hang out with you, somebody's not gonna give you an offering, somebody's not gonna let you come to where it is that they are. Get a life in Christ. Otherwise, you have no life in Christ. We fear no one but him. We cannot afford to fear anyone but him, and especially in the times that we're in right now. And how in the world are we going to train up the others? How are we going to reach another generation? How are we going to deal with the generation that you're in right now? I don't know what generation you're in, but I'm in the alive generation. I'm in the generation that says, I will obey God no matter what it costs what it costs. And it does cost a lot. It caused me to put this flesh down, this emotion down to constantly repenting, which means I'm in a constant state of changing the way that I think when I read in his word, what I read in his word, when I read his words to me, when I hear his word, when I listen to his word, then what I do is not try to make it so that it Come, uh, th that it makes me feel good. It's one of those things that I will feel good when I obey. You see, here is the, here's the key. Here's a key. You will feel good when you obey. But what's happening is this. It's just like the woman 
I forget the name of the diet plan that she had. And she said, what people want to do is make the food obey rather than them obey and they expect to lose the weight. It does not happen that way. We read the word of God and he says this, he tells us what it is that we are to do and what it is that we don't want to do it. I'm going to read this out of the passion. Then he appeared before the 11 apostles as they were eating a meal. He corrected them. Uh, the passion says it's sweet. I like the way the other one says it better because I like that boom where it hits hard. Um, uh, he corrected them for having such hard, unbelieving hearts. This is what it is that's going on now. That's the reason for all these divorces. Somebody asked me once, why did you get a divorce? I said, for the hardness of heart. His heart was hard. My heart was hard. And all that hardness of heart did not want to uh, 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 submit to what it was that God wanted to say the way that God wanted to say it. And what we did is like we just moved around in chairs, just like my daughter is doing right now, just moving all around. Anyway, what happens is this. We get fidgety. When it is, when truth wants to hit us in a way that God wants to touch, what we try to do is to make it so that it feels good, that it's easy going down. It's an easy thing. I got to take something to make this go down. I play a game. I played a game with my vitamins. My daytime vitamins, I don't need to eat anything. I take the vitamins and they all go down. But at night after seven o'clock, when I don't eat anything, I take the vitamins and, oh my God, I got to eat something in order to make these vitamins go down. I mean, that ain't nothing but a whole bunch of uh, 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 bullpucky. It is not that thing. I mean, what it is, is this. I'm playing a game with myself that I busted myself for. So now I got to stop playing that game. This is what we want to do with the word of God. We don't want the word of God. People do not want the word of God the way the word of God says. We have to believe. And then I have to realize, and then I had to bust myself on this. Every time you do that, you know you're lying, don't you? You know you're lying, Baker. You know you're lying. So you better stop lying. Well, I didn't. No, 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 no. That's manipulation. And that's witchcraft. Now, you're going to play witchy-witchy or what are you going to do? You're going to obey what it is that you have been given to do the way that it's given to do? Well, this is difficult. Of course it's difficult. Life is difficult. The things that you're going through right now, the things that our nation, the United States of America, and whatever nation it is that you're in, they are going through difficulties now. And what it is, is they don't need a bunch of wimps that call themselves Christians. And the only thing you think about is how good you look, how your clothes look, how your behind looks, how something else looks. No, how the word of God looks as a living, active, powerful Walking out in the earth, how obedience looks is the way, is the thing that's more important. That's walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord so that another generation, so that the younger people, so that people can see everywhere that we have a God that deserves the honor, that deserves the, the respect, that deserves the obedience, that deserves these things. And he is a joy to obey. God rewards his obedience. He rewards when we walk in obedience. He was rewarded because he walked in obedience and 
He begat us. We came into this world. He was the first fruit. He was the firstborn of many brethren. And we got to start to recognize that. We got to stop walking our own way. Well, you know, I think, me and God think this. God don't think anything other than what it is that he said. You forgot to read the word. Even when Jesus was challenged by the adversary, you know I'm not going to get through all these scriptures today. Uh, even while Jesus was challenged by the adversary, he says, what is this? Oh, it was a way down. Somebody gave it to me. Thank you. It was way down. That's what it was. When way down, here it is. In that, we weighed down, but we wanted the food. We wanted to eat the diet food. We wanted to eat the less carbs food. We wanted to eat the less this and the less this. Why? Because you didn't want your gluttonous behind to stop eating everything that you were eating. So I'm off of that. But here, here, here's the deal. And here is something that you got to recognize is this. God without obeying God, you don't have no, you don't have a relationship with him. How are you going to be a disciple? How are you going to follow him? And he says, I was obedient to my father. I obeyed everything that my father said to do. And so here it is. You're going to be a disciple of Christ. I'm a disciplined one of Christ. I am a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I'm a kingdom citizen. You can't be all of those things if you live your life the way that you want to live it. He says to go into all the world and repeat him, go into all the world with his authority, go into every nation. He didn't say every race, as I said earlier. He said every nation, every nationality of people, every grouping of people. And to do what? To release his good news, to release who he is, to release his gospel. And whoever it is that believes, they believe. He didn't say try to convince. He didn't say try to make people believe anything. He said to release it because you have all authority and all power that is him in you. How do I know that? Because he says the father is not going to leave you weak and wimpy. And all of you that talk about what well, the Holy Spirit live on the inside of me. If he don't, if he lives on the inside of you, then there is some manifestation of who it is that he is. You can't be telling me that he lives on the inside of you, but you do everything your way. There's no manifestation. There's no manifestation of his goodness, no manifestation of his power, no manifestation of you going into all the earth, no manifestation of your neighborhood being changed, no manifestation of your country being changed, no manifestation of your tithing, offering, and first fruiting. You lie, you cheat, you steal. Why is that that people are able to do that? Because they do not fear God. God and the people that are preaching, the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, saints of God, all these powerful people don't fear him. If you don't fear him, you don't obey him. You obey your own emotions. You obey your own feelings. You make things the way that you want them to be. And that's not going to work. He gave a great commission, a great commission, not a weak commission, not a less commission, not a, not a, a, a mediocre commission. He gave the great commission. And in his great commission, he said, now go. Go. He didn't say sit on your butt. He didn't say sit on your uh, uh, behind. He didn't say stay in your house all the time. He said, go, go do this. Go do this. Go do this. And that is what it is that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to take the spirit of the fear of the Lord wherever we go. When I go into places, there are places that people do not want me. They say, when you come in here, things change. 
and 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 you make us feel i don't make you feel squat it's the devil that's on the inside of you but the thing of it is is that when you go into places and I haven't even opened my mouth haven't said a word but demons start to manifest and they what what uh, why don't you leave people would rather for you to leave than to cast out demons my time is just about up. I want you to make sure for next week's program, I'm going to have Pastor Lonzine Lee on there. I'm not going to interview her, but we are going to talk. And she's going to have her program that's going to be starting uh, uh, the following week also. So um, at any rate, this is Dr. B.J. Baker, Dr. Baker J. Baker. And with the Tell It Like It Really Is program, my e uh, email information is up there. If you want to give into this ministry, we would appreciate it. I've gone over time. So I'll see you next time when I'm here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye.